So I'm going to be extremely honest in this moment. I have had so much caffeine that my hands are shaking. I am unable to focus on anything. And I thought that was a perfect opportunity to record an episode with little to no um, direction of what we're going to talk about. So let's do that. I feel like that's that feels right. I know it's been a while. And I mean, I could totally blame that on busyness now like working from home and all of this craziness and I'm you know wearing a lot of hats and juggling a lot of things but at the root of it I don't really think that's 100% accurate sure there's been you know a busy time and there's been a lot going on but I think the lack of episodes is really kind of rooted in fear or almost like a what's the point type of thing. So I'm trying to break out of that. I'm trying to just, you know, deal with it. And, and, you know, like Robert Frost says, the only way out is through. And I feel like that's kind of where I'm at. Like I, I could, I could try to avoid this and I can try to make it seem like it's this big thing, but you know, like a big deal to do it. And oh my gosh. But in reality, like, let's just, let's just do it. And I don't think, I don't think it has to be perfect. I was I was listening to a um to an audiobook yesterday um from the the creators of my favorite murder podcast and I'm going to be totally honest, I don't I haven't ever listened to that podcast. I've heard really good things, but they they wrote a book that I was interested in, which kind of made me also interested in giving the podcast a try. Um and one of the authors, her name is Georgia, had said, you know, thank God I'm not a perfectionist. Because if I were a perfectionist, I would never do anything. And that spoke to me because that's exactly me. If you know me on a, on a personal level, I am not detail-oriented in any way. I don't care about um, specifics of things. I don't care about a lot (laughs) when it comes to um, like planning something or creating something. I am not the detail person. I am the like the bare bones of it and let's just who cares if it's if it's not supposed to you know look a certain way like when I'm creating something for work um, like for my students I don't care if it does if it if it doesn't have like the best graphics or you know it color coordinated or whatever if what I care about is content and that that's kind of transferred here as well. Like I know for a fact that none of this is perfect and nor do I want it to be. And I've, I've talked about this before, but I think I was getting really hung up on it needing to, to appear perfect because now there's time for it to be perfect. And that's just not the case. I think you need to understand, or I need to understand that, you know, the only way to, to get to a place of, acceptance is just to keep going and I mean that's kind of where we're at so I'm really gonna try try being the the key word here I'm really gonna try to be a little bit more consistent with this because it is you know almost like a passion project and it is something that I get a lot of joy out of and I'm really trying to focus on things that make me happy during this time but I think there's also like a blockade that I'm learning how to to detour because there's still a lot of um apprehension or reservation around this idea um but I've been really trying to get past that so let's just let's see where that goes um 
so last weekend was or the you know the weekend that just passed was Mother's Day and that totally felt different or a little bit different you know this year one because I mean last year Mother's Day weekend was such a different it, it was like a whole world away at this point uh last year Mother's Day weekend was my bridal shower and it's it that honestly feels like it was 10 years ago because of everything that's happened from then to now and I mean wow I'm so grateful that that was a year ago but you know coming into this Mother's Day it's just ooh, the you know it was tough my brother had the the idea which at first I was like oh you know my brother calls me on Mother's Day at like 9 a.m. And I, you know, like I've been talking about for a few episodes, I have not been sleeping and that has not changed. I've been, you know, still doing all of the tricks and potions and, you know, whatever. And I, nothing. So I have tried to, you know, I've turned my phone on, on do not disturb at night so that I can sleep without interruption in the morning. Um, because it's always between the hours of like 6 and 8 a.m. that people need me. So I, I had my phone on Do Not Disturb, but I have the feature that, you know, when someone in your like favorites calls, it automatically rings. So he's in my favorites, of course. And so my phone's ringing and it's like 9 o'clock in the morning and I, I was asleep, which was so nice. But I woke up and I answered the phone and he's like, oh my god, you're asleep? Like it was like 1 o'clock in the afternoon. And I'm like, yes, what's up? He had this idea to drive up to North Jersey where my grandmother and my grandfather live to surprise her for Mother's Day. You know, socially distant and wearing masks and, you know, at first I was like, oh, you're putting me in this position where I have an hour to get ready and and to go. And I was kind of like, you know, my grandmother's never going to listen to this, so it's fine. I was kind of just like, oh, you know, and then I had this moment of like, seriously you'll regret it if you don't and what else are you doing and you know I think a lot of it came from like Frank was still sleeping and I didn't want to wake him up and I didn't want to you know I almost wanted to like tread lightly because you know who wants to drive an hour and and then I was like you know what screw it so and he was super into it and was like yeah let's go but and I think that's the fear too like I always am like walking on eggshells thinking that someone's gonna like be angry with me and in reality, he was like, uh, what are we waiting for? Let's do it. Um, and you know, I think a, a lot of that comes from, and I'm, I'm kind of getting off topic here, but honestly, what else is new? My dad's mother who passed away when I was in high school, a uh, senior in high school, she and I, you know, we had, of course I loved her and she loved me, but I had a lot, I have a lot of regrets about our relationship before she passed away she had Alzheimer's and it was really difficult to go visit with her and you know deal with it because I was a child I was 18 years old which back then I thought that I was you know this full-fledged adult and I knew everything and I could do anything and and looking back I'm like oh you know you were so my priorities were not where they should have been when I was 18 but then again you know like giving myself grace whose priorities were straight when you were a senior in high school and in a relationship and wanted to hang out with your friends and you felt like you had no time to do anything um 
so I, I kind of want to shake that that girl but also give her a hug um anyway the point being I didn't visit my my dad's mom enough when she was alive and you know in that vulnerable place of having Alzheimer's and not you know not knowing who I was and just it was such a hard time and I thought the way to deal with it was to ignore it like it wasn't happening um until it was too late and I promised myself that I wasn't going to make that same mistake again and that kind of that can bleed into my my life you know in a very general sense like I wasn't going to put off um important things and I wasn't going to make my priorities selfish and a part of that is you know seizing that opportunity of hey in an hour we're gonna go and visit Nonna and you know we're gonna make her day for Mother's Day and I was like you know what yeah because if I don't go and I sit home, I'm going to feel like absolute garbage for for not going. So my mom, my well, my parents, my brother, my sister-in-law, Frank and I drove up and we met in a Burger King parking lot to make sure that we all like got there at the same time. We drove into, you know, onto their street and we were waiting outside for her. We rang the doorbell and she was so happy and it was really nice to just like sit outside you know yes we were apart and yes you know we all wore masks and we were very 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 careful and safe about it but it was such a nice time because there weren't any bells and whistles there wasn't a fancy brunch or a a dinner out or you know it was just like the bare bones of family quality time and that is is what is important not you know the place that you go or the gift that you give or, or anything of that nature. So it was nice and I'm glad that we did it. Um, but yeah, that's kind of what happened over the weekend. I'm, you know, I'm glad I did that. Anyway, I've been participating in a lot of Zoom calls or a lot of Google, you know, video whatevers. And let me just say, yes, I love seeing people and I love chatting and hanging out and you know all of those things but those things are long we need to we need to come up with a like a a time frame of like hey we're gonna do this thing for 45 minutes and then we're gonna call it quits because I think you know part of us you know yes we want to talk to our friends and and I love them and they love me and my family and whatever but three hours (laughs) I was on a, a zoom with my friends Kelly and Taryn and the time you don't even realize the time goes by and Taryn's like uh we've been doing this for three hours I think it's time to call it and I was like Jesus like oh my god and it's true like you sometimes you do feel the time depending on who you're talking to and then other times you're like oh okay well it's two o'clock in the morning and I gotta go um oh if you can hear that landscaping sorry I have the window open it's a beautiful day um so yeah those Oof, those those Zoom calls. Anybody with me on that? Like, love my family, love my friends, but like, sitting in the same spot for three hours is just like, and you're like, you do that thing where you're talking to somebody, but you're kind of like looking at yourself to make sure that you you look okay. Uh, no, just me. All right then. <laughs> um, a couple weekends ago, I participated in a uh, personal development conference virtually. It's called Rise Live. And, of course, the Hollis family slash company were 
uh, it was their event, but there were all these um, speakers who were giving keynotes and they were unreal. So good. It was like nine or 10 hours of programming and I watched it full. Like I did not, you know, take breaks and because it was live and I didn't want to miss anything, even though I have access to it um, after the fact. I just wanted to like be engulfed in this environment. Um, and it was such a cool experience, especially because, um, I thought I, you know, I, I'm very into, you know, personal development and I'm very into, you know, listening to people who have just great wisdom, but it was also a really cool experience to do it at home with Frank because, you know, I don't, my personal development like journey and I'm using that word like very loosely um is mine and it's not something that I you know drag him into however um you know he was very or is very supportive of this and he was such a trooper like he was kind of bouncing in and out of it like you know hanging out with me for a little bit doing his own thing coming back because again it was like 10 hours but so 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 into it with me and for me and that like made all the difference um and I really got a lot out of it so one thing that I, was such a big takeaway for me now I thought and you, I was most excited for Rachel Hollis's um kind of keynote speeches she did like two or three and then Dave Hollis her husband because I had just finished his book I really really enjoyed it so I was looking forward to to their um speeches the most and yes they were amazing and and really uh beneficial but there was also a bunch of different um speakers that I really really enjoyed their um their speeches and one one person in particular was Donald Miller he told this uh this story he he focuses on the story of you right like we all have a story about our lives and within that story you play four different parts depending on where you are in your life in that moment. So you have the victim, the villain, the hero, and the guide. And if you look at any sort of, you know, classic story that, that you, you know, maybe liked as a kid or even now in a book that you're reading, there are those four key characters. The victim, the villain, the hero, and the guide. And I loved this idea of you, or me personally, being four different parts to, you know, being those four different parts at any, you know, given time. So the victim is somebody who, you know, oh, you know, woe is me, and, and I'm always dealing with this thing, and I can't be helped, and, you know, like this, like, damsel in distress, helpless person. And there are absolutely times when I'm sure people feel that way, and me, definitely. I, I try very hard to not be in that space, but it happens. The villain, right? Like, misery loves company, and people who are always negative, and always, you know, you tell them that the sky is blue, and they're like, how dare you say that? And it, they're just this, this negative energy that does not want to become better and and there are times when I can be that person and there are times where people are like that toward me and and he really spoke about the difference between the two and how you know you can navigate away from the villain whether that's you or somebody else in your life and that was you know very eye-opening 
then you have the hero, right? Like this is the person who saves the victim. This is the person who saves the day. They have the the most important part and you want to be the hero most of the time. You want to go on a journey. You want to um, to start out with a problem and then solve it at the end, right? And you would think that the hero is the most important person in your journey. And at times that is the case. But the the thing that resonated with me the most was not the hero story, but the guide. Like being a guide for someone else. Like you as the hero have all this wisdom. You've, you know, gone through the trenches and you have um, figured out how to get to the other side. And now you can become the guide and help others with that same problem or with different problems or or whatever. And I loved that. And he had said something very intriguing. He had said, you should live your life as, you know, at a certain point being the hero, but you want to end up as the guide. You want at a certain point to be the guide. And I loved that. And I, I thought that that was so important because you don't have to be this you know, intensely important person, you know, a public figure or, or somebody who guides others in like this big, big way. You can be a guide as helping a friend. You can be a guide as a teacher. You can be a guide, you know, in any, in any way and big or small. And I thought that that was so amazing. And then the other speaker who I loved was John Maxwell. He's this like kind of elderly man who was just so gentle and sweet, but he had a lot of wisdom. And, and one thing that he really talked about was the fact that we have, we have, you know, so the world right now, because it was very much folk, the, the whole conference was very much focused on having courage during COVID-19, during this crazy time, during quarantine, and how to rise in in a way that you know is specific to yourself and to your family and how to just become a leader in this season and john maxwell had talked about the fact that right now somebody gave us lemons and it's our job to have the courage to make lemonade so having the courage to make the best out of this situation in a way that works for you not a productivity contest like i talked about last episode but doing what you need to do to make lemonade. And that can look different for everybody. And that's something that I do want to dig into because, you know, it's, you need to have a purpose during this time. And that doesn't mean that you're going to start your own business. That doesn't mean that you're going to take up, you know, 15 new hobbies. That doesn't mean that you have to do something uber productive. It just means that you within yourself have to figure out what this time is going to look like for you. And if that looks like binge watching, you know, six seasons of a TV show, great. That's your purpose to rest and to relax and to use this time in a way that you never had the ability to. Or, and in my case, I'm learning that my purpose, and I'm, you know, using, you know, air quotes, my purpose is to not be afraid to create this podcast to not let it fall to the wayside because it doesn't seem as important and I think that that took a lot of reflection but it definitely took the wisdom of somebody else to kind of get me there um and I think you know I I think I was kind of giving myself an excuse or and rejecting it giving my myself excuse to not create I think that that's, this is actually the thing that's going to make me feel like I'm not in limbo. I think that's the problem that 
a lot of people are having is this limbo. I was talking to my friend Kelly and, um, she, she's, she's been my best friend since we were 11 years old and she is so, so frustrated and so done with this that all she wants to do is just hang out. All she wants to do is stand across the street from each other and wave. Like this is something that I can, I can see it in her. It's like, it's, she's just so visibly frustrated and that's because we're in limbo and I, and I, I can feel that too. Like I'll, I'll, all I want to do, I was, when I was at my grandmother's, um, standing in her driveway where I was actually sitting, I like threw myself onto the ground. And I was like, I just want to go somewhere. I just want to do something. And you know, I was making the joke of like, I would go to the DMV at this point. And, and that still stands. Like I just want to not feel restless. And that's how I'm feeling. Like it's become so frustrating because I think, you know, when I left work March 13th, I never thought on May 12th I'd still be here. I think we all kind of thought this was going to be like two weeks and, you know, it's going to get better. And I mean, it's it's frustrating that it's not. And it's mostly, you know, it's because things have not changed so dramatically, um, but also because people are still being dumb. Like, just don't be dumb. But anyway, that's that's my own issues. Um, but there is a little bit of a restless feel, a restless feeling. And I don't want it to seem like I'm complaining or I'm being selfish. And I mean, yeah, to a certain degree, I want to go to a restaurant and sit down and not cook dinner anymore. And like just so many meals and the dishwasher and being in the house and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it's inconvenient, but it's not the worst part of this this time like there's people who are dealing with way worse and there's people who have lost their lives and I think I constantly need to put that into perspective for myself but also allow myself to feel the frustration right like okay yeah you have it bad but you don't have it that bad and you know I think it's we're we're very quick to negate our own feelings because they're not as bad as someone else's but you're allowed to feel the way you feel but you know also having the the awareness of the bigger picture is important but i i don't know I'm, I'm allowed to have a minor temper tantrum i think and that's exactly what i did the other day and yesterday um frank and i were were on the couch uh we're we're, we're watching breaking bad he had never seen it i've seen it um so we're watching it and you know episode ends and i'm like on my phone he's like what are you doing and i'm like Truly, I'm making a list of the places that I want to go after this is all over because I want, I need something to look forward to. And they're like, you know, vacations, but they're also, but you know, Target is also on the list. And yes, I can go to Target now, but I'm not going to enjoy it the way I would if, you know, I can, I need to be like fully immersed, no mask and just like aimlessly wander around buy things I don't need like that's if, if I'm going to Target now I'm in and out because I need something I want to need nothing but just buy whatever I want um but you know and that's <laughs> it's funny I'm I'm reading a lot right now and I'm having a hard time 
because the books you know they're they're not taking place in in this crazy time so like they're like talking about hugging and you know this person shook hands with this person and they went to the store and i'm like where are the masks why are they not six feet apart and i have to remember like no no no, this is make-believe and you're just insane but that's that's what's happening um anyway i did find out that I'm not going back to work for the rest of the year. And I think I'm a little surprised at my reaction. Now, part of me knew that it was coming. Part of me knew I was not going back to work um, just because of the way in which things have kind of been. But to hear it, you know, you know, to have it confirmed was tough and I thought truthfully I thought I was going to be like happy and relieved and I like I think a little piece of me is relieved just because it's scary and it's dangerous and I don't want a big group gathering and you know all of those things but I was very upset and I did not think I would be because yes I love my job and I love my group of kids this year they are by far the best that I've had in in quite a few years now I I, there's always good kids and there's you know in the in the years that I've done this and there's always you know your your knucklehead kids but this group I I I had a nice um, rapport with them and it's it's sad to not have the closure that I usually get at this time of the year Um, and I did not think that it was going to affect me the way that it did I thought that I'd be able to be like well that's unfortunate and let's move on I'm a grown-up and this is life but a piece of me is like oh I want to say goodbye to those kids. I want to sign their yearbooks. I want to say their names at graduation. I want to give the graduation speech that I always give, you know. I want that opportunity. And it's 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 not fun that this is not, you know, that's not what I can do. Um, again, I did not think that I was going to be super upset about it, but I'm definitely still dealing. Um, but I don't know. It's tough. So I think... The, the thing that I'm trying to stick to, um, you know, among all, or amidst all of this, like, limbo and unknown and, uh, you know, feeling upset about not going back to work and, you know, all these things, I'm trying to remember, especially, you know, definitely what Donald Miller, Donald Miller, sorry, said about the four characters in the story. Like, I'm trying to be the guide. I'm trying to not be the villain or the victim or, or anything of that nature. But I'm also remembering what John Maxwell said, which is, you know, how are you going to make lemonade? How are you going to have the courage to make lemonade? So I put out this poll the other day because I really wanted to know, because I I can see what I'm doing to make lemonade, but I want to see what other people are doing to make lemonade during this time. And I got some really awesome responses. I'm going to share just a few of them. And I I almost want to dig into this more because I feel like this is super important, like, like what are you what is lemonade or what is making lemonade look like for you in this season in this really tough time for a lot of us um my friend Alexa who has been she's been a good friend of mine since we were I think I think freshmen in high school I honestly can't remember because I can't remember a time in my life when she wasn't in it and to be perfectly honest we have not um been you know, super close in in the last, I don't know, maybe like five to seven years. Um, But anytime I see her, we pick up right where we left off. And 
I only have a handful of people in my life that I can do that with. And she's absolutely one of them. She is by far one of the most creative and unapologetic people. Um, And I'm really trying to surround myself with people uh, like that because I'm having such a hard time being unapologetic about myself. And I, I like being around people who are unapologetic because I almost want to be like, what's your secret? Tell me everything. I need to learn how to be, I need to learn how to have the strength that you do. So anyway, she is so creative. She's always been artistic. She's always been somebody who, um, is definitely, um, like paving the way for, for a lot of people. And one way in which she's been doing this is she's been making art. And she has this, um, this site and it's, it's, um, society, the number six, society6.com slash lemon Lex. Very ironic because I'm talking about making lemonade, but I don't, I don't think we planned it. Um, so society6.com slash lemon Lex. And she is creating, you know, um, she's painting and she's drawing and she's doing all of these cool, 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 really original, um, unique designs and then you can get that design on a beach towel on a clock on a t-shirt on a canvas bag on like you name it that design can be on pretty much anything that you want and I am obsessed with this with this website with her creations they're amazing I bought um one design that she did I bought it in this gigantic beach towel and hopefully I get a chance to use it this summer but it's I love it. It's so unique and it, it it's just so pretty. Like I could stare at it. I also bought a clock from her. Now my office that I've been like living in pr- pretty much, um, it's got, you know, it's pretty feminine and I have this like one clock that I absolutely hate and I don't know why I hate it. I think it's just because it's in like a terrible spot. Um, and I'm like, I think somebody else would appreciate that. I'm going to like give it to my mom or something. But I was like, I want something that I can put in a place that I like and is like pretty. And I saw this one design that she did and I was like, that's it. And I bought it and I put it up or let's be honest, Frank put it up. And But I picked the place. Let's give myself some credit. And I just think that there's something so amazing and awesome about taking this time that's given to us and and having a purpose and for her like her ability to make lemonade and finally do the thing that she's been wanting to do and and to follow through with it I I'm like beyond proud and I'm just gonna keep spending money on her website because it's definitely worth it I would absolutely recommend it society six the number six dot com slash lemon lex you will not be sorry and they always have these amazing sales. Like there's, there's, I, every time I go on there, it's like, oh, you know, 30% off or 50% off. And listen, take advantage of it. Um, my friend Deanna that I talk about all the time, she's still creating her um, content for the ladies guide and it's still resonating so powerfully. Um, and I think there's something to be said about like, again, surrounding yourself with people who are like-minded and who strive for the things that you also strive for um you know Deanna's been in my life for so many years like 16 years I feel like at this point 15 or 16 years and she's always been my best friend Sarah's sister and I would say within the past like three years 
she's really become one of my very, very good friends. And I think um, what has really brought us to this point is the fact that we are both trying to create something. And, you know, with me, it's the podcast. With her, it's her Ladies Guide channel. And we have such similar feelings and, and hesitations and passion. And, you know, we're, we're very much on the same same wavelength with our creative outlets. And it's really nice to be able to talk to someone about it who understands the the fear, who understands the excitement, who understands the why and the purpose behind it. Um, and she's still creating awesome, 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 very useful information for women. And this could be, if you're, you know, I watched one of her videos that was about being pregnant during this crazy time and I'm not pregnant, but it still put me at ease as a woman. And I think that that is so powerful that you can reach different people regardless of their, of their situation. And her, um, her demeanor as a person and as a nurse practitioner immediately puts me at ease and she's not even I don't go to her for you know my needs but I and I don't think that I would just because there's you know I think there's boundaries that you know still need to take place but I feel comfortable in her presence whether that's in person or watching her videos and that's so important as a woman when you are going to the doctor and you want to ask questions but you're feeling like you're rushed because your doctor or nurse practitioner or whomever has you know 27 people that they need to go to in the next two hours and you're in and out and you're like okay well I wanted to ask this question but I feel like I'm bothering them she is she's that missing piece she's the compassion she's the bedside manner she is the the one who will put you at ease and if you have any you know questions about women's health she has this amazing opportunity to to get to chat with her um, for an extended amount of time and get any of your questions answered. So um, at the Ladies Guide is is her Instagram and her YouTube channel, the Ladies Guide. Um, she's really making lemonade and and not only making it for herself, but she's pouring it out for others. And I think that that's so important during this time. Um, a lot of other people had said that they are really focusing on a gratitude practice and focusing on the good. And I'm there too. Like I'm still doing my gratitude practice. I still think it's important to to point out five small things that you're grateful for because it, it trains you to focus on the good and not the scary during this time. And to have other people doing that, you know, like I'm obviously I'm not the only person who, who is writing you know things that they're grateful for but there's a community in that and there's this like hey we're gonna choose to try to find the good and I think that's great um a lot of people wrote self-care like I'm really taking this time now to care for myself and that's I think that looks different for other people like for some people self-care is a face mask and you know reading a book for others it's you know, taking that time and watching that documentary that you wanted to watch. For others, it's physical health. It's I'm going to go for a run or I'm going to go sit outside. And that's the beauty in self-care, that it it's about what you do to make yourself feel better. And, you know, quality time with people. You know, like I, I've been spending a lot of time with Frank. And, you know, you would think that it's too much togetherness. And I joke around like, okay, we need to separate just because like, 
we're always around and we do we definitely have like during the day if he's home and I'm home we barely communicate because I'm working and I'm like hunkered down in in this office and he's doing his own thing and other times you know on a weekend it's really nice to be able to truthfully like not have a to-do list and not have you know oh we have to go here and we have to do this and we have plans tomorrow and like that hustle bustle you know that we've been so accustomed to and giving this you know giving us this time to just be like hey let's talk without our phones and you know do whatever or let's watch Breaking Bad until we can't keep our eyes open or whatever and I think that's you know there's 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 a lot of beauty in that because how often do you get to just really like spend time with somebody without a million other distractions, right? Um, other people had said that they are, like, really taking this time to to find out what hobbies interest them, trying new things or crafts or, or other, other things that are creative, new hobbies, um, cooking and baking. And, and listen, if you are st- – I love to cook and I love to bake under normal circumstances. Right now, the thought of cooking or baking anything makes me want to rip my hair out of my head because I've been doing it for too many days in a row. But if that's still something that's like sparking passion for you, oh my God, tell me what your secret is because I need to know. Especially because like if I look at a recipe and I'm like, oh, I would love to make that, but I don't have the ingredients and I don't want to, you know, go into the hunger games at ShopRite, I'm just like, well, one day I'll make that. Um, so if you are still into that, please tell me how you are um, still passionate about it and not want to rip your ha- hair out of your head every time you have to unload the dishwasher. Um, <laughs> one of my friends wrote, she's um, taking daily naps, and I love that. I love that. That's that's like something so simple that you don't realize that you you would take that for granted. Like during the normal work week, when do you have the opportunity to just be like, oh, it's 1230 in the afternoon and I'm going to take a nap. And I love that. I really do. I took a nap yesterday for the first time in a really long time because, again, I'm not sleeping at night, so I'm super, super tired during the day. And yesterday, I didn't even realize that I fell asleep, and it was like an hour and a half, and I woke up like, what happened? Um, But I think that's also probably why I didn't sleep last night, or at least a piece of it. Um, So anyway, I, I really just wanted to take some time and talk about what it looks like to make lemonade for yourself during this time and if you're not making lemonade how can you start and how do we start small and I think for me one thing that I've been doing that I've seen has definitely helped is reading I am a huge 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 reader which everybody probably knows at this point and I've really tried to make myself or not not force myself because I, I would love to do it but find the time every single day for at least a half an hour just read. I put my phone on do not disturb. I don't, I take, I have my Apple watch. I take it off because I'm going to get notifications and I'm going to be distracted and I just read. And I've been trying to branch out of, you know, my comfort of genres of, of books. And I've been really trying to, to read books that I didn't think I would be interested in and been pleasantly surprised by. Um, so, I mean, I want to know what are you reading? Uh, I always look for a good book recommendation. I love giving a good book recommendation. In fact, maybe one episode of this will just be like me recommending books by genre. Um, If that's something that you think you would like, let me know. Um, I want to know what you're reading. I want to know what you would recommend and maybe what you wouldn't recommend. Maybe that both of those things would be beneficial for sure. Um, What are you watching? 
whether it's Netflix or Hulu or HBO or just plain old TV, what is something that you're watching that you think that other people should watch? I have been getting so many recommendations for different TV shows or movies. And to be completely honest, I'm so bad at watching TV. I don't really enjoy TV just because I think that I just, I can't focus on something for that long. Like, unless it's, you know, a quality show, like Breaking Bad, I could watch from start to finish over and over again. And certain certain shows I can always go back to and, you know, like The Office or Gilmore Girls or Friends and just kind of have those be like background noise. Um, But when it comes to like certain shows, if it's not like immediately grabbing me, I totally forget about it. Frank makes fun of me all the time because I'm just so bad at watching TV because I don't, I don't want to. I would much rather, and this sounds like so, you know, like, oh, I'm, you know, this angel. I would much rather read a book. I can be home by myself all day long and never turn a TV on. It's just, I just don't, it's not something I reach for, but I will absolutely reach for a book. He makes fun of me because like three years ago, I started watching Big Little Lies after I read the book and I'm still on episode two. I have been obsessed with Grey's Anatomy for years and I'm like seven seasons behind. Um, I never finished or continued watching This Is Us after, um, you know, probably the second season. I or I don't even know how many seasons there are. I'm just so bad at watching TV. So I want to know what you're watching and maybe I can be better at it. Like I'm such a documentary person or like a short limited series. I just watched um, Little Fires Everywhere and I had read the book uh, maybe like two years ago I read the book and I, I really did enjoy the book. I liked it a lot. I do recommend um, same author. Uh, Everything I Never Told You is another one of her books and I, I actually liked that one more. So maybe give that one a shot too. But I was super excited to watch Little Fires Everywhere because I love Reese Witherspoon. She's probably my favorite actress. Um, and I was super, super excited and I loved her in this show. She was the the reason that I continued watching it because I really did not like the show um, without being like super critical because obviously like if you're an actor, you've earned the right to do what you want and I at home can't really judge you too harshly, but I did not like Carrie Washington in the show. She just annoyed me. Her facial expressions annoyed me and that sounds super critical, but it was something that made me made the show almost unwatchable for me. Reese Witherspoon was such a heavy hitter that she was so insufferable as the character. She did such a good job as the character that it made me want to keep watching. But after it was over, I was kind of like, oh, well, okay. Um, So help me. Help me watch something better um, or be better at watching something, I should say. I really want to watch that documentary. um, I think it's called A Secret Love or something like that on Netflix about the the elderly women who like kept their love in a, a secret for like the, basically their whole life um that to me is is what I would spend my time watching or like stand up comedy I can do those things but I don't think that I'm like really good at other things um I did watch How to Fix a Drug Scandal on Netflix that was pretty interesting I liked that it was four episodes I liked that it wasn't repetitive or boring, um, but there was a lot of information and a lot of layers to it. It was a very sad circumstance, but I I did like it. Um, So what are you watching? What are you reading? I need to know. I'm also curious about, like, 
what does your new routine look like? A couple episodes back, I talked about sticking to a routine. And I did also talk about what my routine looks like now that I'm working from home and, you know, I'm not in pajamas all day long and I'm still working out every day and like those things. What is your new routine? If you could let me know a couple of things. What are you reading? What are you watching? What is your new routine? I want to know kind of how you're sticking to something during this craziness. And one thing that I thought was really interesting And um, someone had said it, and I I loved this idea of, like, right now in this season, like, what if you, like, if you're from the future, right, you're two years from now or two weeks from now or whenever this is over, right, what is one thing that you would tell yourself about this time? Like, what is one thing you would want yourself to know now so that you know how to move forward? In other words, what is something that you wish you knew now? That you would tell yourself now. So like for me, if I was, if it's six months from now, I would want my current self to know that it's okay to rest, that it's okay to not do it all, that it's okay to take it one day at a time that, or, and also like figure out how to sleep, like find a way to make sure you're sleeping soundly every night. So maybe the thing for you and your future self would tell yourself now is like, try something new or don't be afraid or call your mom or make sure that you are getting fresh air every day. Like what is something that you want to tell yourself so that you can make lemonade during this time? And that's all I've got. I hope that everybody's doing well. I hope that you enjoyed this. If you did, maybe tell a friend or subscribe or rate or review or do any of the things that you um, or me as a, you know, as the host would want to tell somebody um because I'm real I am trying not to get caught up in the analytics of it but it is also nice to know that people are interested so if you could share this tell a friend subscribe rate review all the things I would really appreciate it uh put it on your Instagram story and tag me so I know that you're listening um and definitely help me answer these questions what are you reading what are you watching what is your new routine and what do you want yourself to know now what's the advice that you would give yourself about this time so that you can make lemonade. Um, Yeah, and that's it. So have a great day. I hope that everybody's well, like I said, and shoot me a direct message on Instagram or text me if you have my phone number and answer these questions for me because I think it's really interesting and I'd like to compile a list and talk about all the recommendations and advice um, in one platform. (laughs) 